London Bridge has fallen, folks. Tonight, we're going to come with a very important and crucial update. We are tuning in live here 8 p.m. on the West Coast. Today's date is September 8th, 2022. So important. We are going to be talking about these moments in time that we're living through, that we're experiencing right now for decades to come. Truly historic moments that we are living through. What an amazing time to be alive. Really looking forward to getting into this one to, with you guys tonight here, okay? Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys could smash that thumbs up for me, help spread this message far and wide. I'd greatly appreciate that, okay? Let's get straight on into it, okay? So the queen has officially passed away. What are they reporting here? The coronation will cost Britain billions of pounds. I just wanted to cover this real quickly. It truly amazes me. Looking at how Britain is still ruled by this monarchy, still ruled by this royalty, quote unquote royalty. Check this out. This blows me away coming from America, right? This blows me away. The entire event will be broadcast on television and streamed online. There will be parties throughout the country, just like the royal wedding of Prince William and Kate Middleton in 2011, which at the time, I could not believe that. I was like, what's everyone so excited about? Why are these people so important? That was over you know, nearly a decade ago. As a national holiday, that wedding lost the economy between $1.2 billion and $6 billion, and the coronation will be similar. In addition to the direct cost to the taxpayer of holding the largest British ceremonial event since the 1950s. So the British taxpayer funds this event and it's going to cost their economy billions of dollars. Completely blown away. But you guys have already seen, you guys already kind of uh, have heard of some of the events that are about to take fold because of the Queen passing away. So check this out. New currency will be printed and minted immediately, but it is a process that can take a few years, okay? The entire stock of currency won't be replaced overnight, however, but will take several years, much like how older notes and coins are gradually removed from circulation today. Now, many people at first glance would say, okay, this is just talking about them printing out new bills with new faces on them, okay? It goes a whole lot deeper than that. The banks are most likely going to be shutting down on the day of the funeral and potentially for days after the Queen's funeral takes place. Now, it is being reported here. Let me show you guys this from Cafe Crypto. From today, the UK will enter a 10-day mourning period on the day of the funeral expected to take place on September 20th. The London Stock Exchange will close, as will most UK banks. The day will be considered a bank holiday. So too will the subsequent coronation of the next monarch, King Charles, so de designated upon the death of his mother. Okay, um, yeah. So on September 20th, uh, just a little over a week away, uh, here we are going to be seeing the banks shutting down, the exchanges shutting down, and they are literally going to be printing new currency, creating new money in this uh, situation that's taking place in the UK. It has been truly incredible to watch the, the events unfold in Great Britain, okay? All the way from the new prime minister just getting elected, her pro stance on crypto. And I'm gonna show you guys a couple articles here away how they wanna be the leaders for new innovation in cryptocurrency technologies. All this taking place after the old world has passed away, quite literally. 
with Queen Elizabeth passing here today. Okay, this is the symbolism behind this is the old guard passing away and the new world, the new system coming forth. London has always been the financial capital of the world. Okay, and then just looking at this situation, this dynamic between uh, Great Britain and the royal, uh, the, the royalty that has been ruling over them for so long. It's truly incredible to me as an American, as we, you know, uh, were able to leave the British monarchy and actually enjoy uh, freedom for a while, for a couple centuries, before we come forward to 2022 and our country has been completely turned upside down. And, uh, you know, the people that fought to get away from the rule of the, the British monarchy and elite uh, Everything that we've been doing over the last decades here has uh, brought us back towards being ruled by these private central bankers, by these elite hidden hands behind the scenes. Now, obviously, the royal family out in the open for everyone to see, everyone for to you know enjoy the show. But it's truly incredible to watch this of unfold. We've been waiting on this. The Riddlers, the Decoders, the Messengers, uh, whatever you want to call them have been telling us about this moment for a while coming, the queen passing away. Now, Mr. Poole tonight shares the picture of the unicorn with the crown on top, okay? And we have, uh, more importantly, I wanted to share this, what Mr. Poole, or sorry, that was Bearable Guy, shared with us back on, uh, what was that, July 25th of this year. Bearable Guy tweeted out the carousel picture that shows the unicorn and the horses on that carousel showing us that there's going to be a new structuring within this uh, royal family. You got the purple, the, the, the green, and the gold colors for the royalty. It was all there for us to see, you know? And you can put any significance on this if you want. If you don't want to, that's fine. Another interesting find for you here. Just to mention, today is 911 days since quarantine. And... 1,776 days since the first drop. I'm not going to say which messenger that was from, but the first drop was 1,776 uh, days ago. Right on time. You can put any significance you want on it. Now, this is the real world events, the real world agenda that's being pushed forward. UK Economic Secretary says they want to become the country of choice for those looking to innovate and build in crypto space. Okay. Next article, the U.S. Treasury is set to advise the federal government to move ahead with developing a digital dollar, even as questions about whether it's in the national interest or if the Fed even has the authority are still being answered. So London Bridge has fallen, right? We're going to have a new, uh, a new reset to take place over there in London. They are going to be at the leading uh, role as far as crypto and digital technology is what they're telling us. Now we have London has fallen, London is ready, and now the United States can get on board. And we're about to show you what's about to take place here in, in the United States. White House says US Congress may consider legislation to ban proof of work Bitcoin mining. Just like they were trying to pass in the EU, it's also being considered in the UK. How the heck are they even gonna run the Bitcoin network with the power outages that we're now seeing across the world? The energy crisis getting to the climax over the past few months. How are we even going to keep doing this? Uh, you know, Bitcoin 
we don't have anything against Bitcoin, really. It's just, it just it does, it has no utility. It's not a store of value and it does nothing for us. If you got in early and you're still trying to pump your bags, like many of these Bitcoin maxi influencers are, okay, we understand where they come from. But as far as advancing humanity forward, we understand it doesn't do us anything. Now, as far as banning proof of work mining, well, I don't really care to ban the network. I don't really care to go at it like that. I just don't want to, I don't think it's a good use of energy. Not that I'm a tree hugger, but it's obviously not a good use of energy to waste the energy of a large country like Argentina uh, on a network that is inefficient and doesn't even get the job done, can't scale up or have any sort of utility. So what's the point, right? But the White House, this, this, uh, this uh, White House and the Congress potentially looking to ban proof of work mining. Fed Chair Powell says stable coins can play a role in our financial system. Quick question, uh, you know, I, I guess, let me, how, how can I phrase this? What we're investing in, the question that we keep on asking ourselves is what stable coins uh, are going to be built on these ledgers? What ledgers are ready to hand stable coins and to be the bridge between them? That's the real question. Because, yeah, you know, uh, it looks like they're going to go ahead and try to give Ethereum a free pass. I'm about to show you how Gary Gensler says that the CFTC should have authority over Bitcoin and Ethereum which means that he is classifying them as commodities and he's saying that they should have jurisdiction over them and Ethereum should have a free pass. So he's confirming the Ethereum free pass, right? But even if they decide to build some stable coins on Ethereum, on some of these other coins, we know that that program doesn't work out. But what we're seeing here is that XRP and some of these other cryptocurrencies are well ahead of the game with CBDCs already built on them as well. And then the key issue because it's one thing to have the CBDC built on your, your ledger, but when you back up a step to that bridge currency role, what the US dollar used to play in trade, that's, that, that, that's a huge market right there. And that's what we're asking is what ledger is actually ready to solve these problems. Now, another key marker that we watched out for that we were on top of months, even years before it happened, Evergrande's Hong Kong headquarters has been seized by a lender after defaulting on a loan and twice failed to sell the building, Domino's. And this is from Gold Telegraph. We've been on Evergrande for a while now, right? And then we finally got the confirmation that they were going into bankruptcy, they weren't insolvent, and we're seeing the systemic risk spreading out, the contagion spreading out in China. Now we're seeing London, right? And the dominoes just keep on falling. These were huge markers with Evergrande and now with the Queen of England. Continuing on. Mortgage rates in the United States have just jumped to the highest level since 2008. And that um, earlier I saw someone share that it was 589. 5.89% is the US mortgage rate. So the highest level since 2008. Domino effects. Continuing on, Crypto Vinco, who used to be Crypto Whale, shout out to Crypto Whale, just in European Central Bank raises interest rates to by 0.75%, its biggest increase in its history. And now they're also suggesting that our Federal Reserve is going to be raising interest rates by 75 basis points, 0.75%, once again in the September 20th, 21st meeting that's going to be taking place this month. The Fed meets again. Oh, and by the way, the banks in England are going to be shut down at that time, potentially, right? Because of the Queen's death. 
It's going to be really interesting to see what all gets uh, stalled out, what gets changed in the timeline, what events are still yet to unfold over the next couple months. I mean, just think about this. We were talking about the September events, right? I dropped a few videos on the September events to watch out for. We did not know that the queen was going to pass away this month, that her announcement would come forward that she had passed. We did not know that. that, was, that that's been added to the timeline. And we're just getting started, only here at September 8th. Check it out. SEC Chairman Gensler uh, says he supports the CFTC having regulatory oversight over Bitcoin and Ethereum. So like I said, he's trying to make the case that they are commodities, they have the free pass, send them on. We're getting contradicting uh, takes from different agencies within our government. But we do have faith that Mr. Joe Biden will bring everyone together and he'll work out a deal for everyone. I'm sure he'll get it done. Eleanor Terrett, huge shout out, confirmed Gary Gensler will testify in front of the Senate Banking Committee a week from today. Okay, so this is going to be great to watch because we were talking about this at the very beginning of the month. Gary Gensler, September 15th, look out for it. The day before, the head of the CFTC will testify in front of the Senate Agricultural Dems. Okay, so we're going to be seeing CFTC, SEC representation in front of the politicians that we elected to represent us. Let's see if they get anything done and hold anybody accountable. Not going to be holding my breath on that one. Now, add this one to the timeline. Jeremy Hogan says, circle September 19th as the day we get to see most of the cards the parties are holding in regards to the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit. The end game. It's getting me excited. And huge shout out to James Flan as well for sharing this update with us. Basically, the initial briefs are due on September 15th, I believe. September 13th on the 13th of September. Um, but I wanted to share this with you guys. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to read through these timelines, these days on when this is all supposed to be taking place. Essentially, the initial briefs get filed September 13th, and then they have until December 22nd to work out any issues that they're having. Okay. But even before that, uh, parties file summary judgment reply briefs temporarily under seal on November 15th. Okay. So it's it's the SEC, the most staged lawsuit in the history of the SEC shenanigans that we've been tuned in on. What I wanted to share with you guys, though, is if you look at the bottom of this right here, you can see that Andrew Serezny is the one who uh, signed this document. Okay, I can't pull it up for, their, uh, uh, for you guys on YouTube to see this. But Andrew Serezny was the former director of enforcement for the SEC. Okay, so... Uh, that is who Ripple has representing them in the lawsuit against the SEC is the former director of enforcement at the SEC. Uh, he was appointed by Obama in 2013. And that's the first lawyer that you're seeing sign this. And we've been talking about this for, the, for, for a while now, right? From the very beginning, we said this is unbelievable. We have two former officials from the SEC representing us in the lawsuit, Mary Jo, jo White and Andrew Serezny. Just think about that. So... September, this month settlement, October, next month, uh, you know, November, December, we could put the clickbait, we could put the headlines and say settlement and all that. I don't pay attention to it really anymore. And I just don't focus on like, you know, it's going to be interesting to watch because we're finally getting to that end game. Like Jeremy Hogan says, we are finally getting somewhere in this case. And um, it's been a very long time coming. Now, check this out. Uh, we have David Schwartz speaking at the Apex Developer Summit for XRP Ledger. And uh, this is taking place in Las Vegas right now. Definitely wish I could have made it on down there. But 
Let's listen to what David has to say. XRP Joker says, he's, he's paraphrasing what David said. He says, David Schwartz himself, there is no comparison to XRP in the XRP ledger. He doesn't quite say that. He doesn't quite say that, okay? And you might have to check your volume on this for when this clip plays at David. I don't know how loud it's gonna come through. So uh, volume check here, and I apologize if it's blaring loud, but let's play this clip of David here speaking at the conference, wrapping up. He was one of the main keynote speakers at this conference. Awareness of the XRP ledger as a layer one option has been increasing. Those speeds, fees, scalability, low energy uses, and I think the track record, 10 years running and the built index, tokenization, sourcing efficient liquidity. The XRP ledger rises to the fore as a core opportunity to differentiate against other chains with these features. Awareness of the XRP ledger as a layer one option. Right. Yeah, so he didn't quite say that. What did he say? Uh, to differentiate against other chains with these features. That's a very polite way of David saying that there is no comparison to XRP and the XRP ledger. But nonetheless, a uh, huge shout out to David. We love him and the work that he is doing. Now, let's take a look here real quick. Guys, incredible series of events that is unfolding. And once again, we've been watching this chart. So far, the move in the S&P 500 uh, continues to play along with the 2008 version. The turn lower could happen around September 14th, which is the day after the CPI release. So they're gonna give us the fresh take on the inflation data. Uh, he says, but a plus or minus a day or two won't matter. Anything can happen. I have no idea at this point. Now, key thing about this chart, if you take a look here, uh, you can see that it goes on down to the bottom in the middle of Q4. So somewhere in October, November is when that fractal would be bottoming out, okay? So this is gonna be super critical. I'm dropping my uh, Shemitah cycle deep dive on September 17th for my Discord members. And this is gonna be my full update and uh, you know research on the cycles that are all coming together over the next couple months. It's truly an incredible moment that we're now living through. Add. London Bridge has fallen to the list of events that we have uh, seen unfold before us. It's going to be truly incredible, and I just want to say thank you to everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.